All right, well, it's time for a high five, another high five. This week, this is August the 9th, 2019, and I am here with Marco Merrick. Hey, Andy, how you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is it the best day of your life? Well, you know, you don't often get to um, correct the mistakes of the past or redo things, mm-hmm. but for example, we just recorded for five minutes minutes and there was a technical difficulty and so we are re-recording again and i feel like this time i can get it right well i think i'm gonna be worse this time because i'm gonna repeat myself and it's not really a technical difficulty i'm the idiot here i just didn't hit record properly so (laughs) you're really nice you're kind andy but the honest truth is i just fucking didn't hit record so we're just repeating this first bit again well that's this technically a technical difficulty Mm -hmm. i mean it's a difficulty with the technology that you're having your fingers didn't press the button and it's more like human error (laughs) so look (laughs) nothing wrong with my technology on the days where i decide to record that's when all of a sudden it's like, today's the day that they're cutting down all the trees. <laughs> and so it's just fucking chainsaw noises outside. I had to close my window because it smelled like gasoline fumes and shit from all the chainsaws. My dad is boiling some fucking homemade jam downstairs and it fucking smells so gross. Like, I just hate the smell of boiling berries. <laughs> so I got to close my door, close my window, mm, and uh, I still hear the chainsaws coming through there, but... Uh, Look, man. Bottom line is, I love that video that you uploaded, Andy. You did a great job. I think everybody's been enjoying this Mortal Kombat 2 video of us finally taking each other on. Yeah, I must have watched it like 10 times, dude. I never gets boring. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's exciting for you because, spoiler alert, maybe it's uh, about who won. Well, how about this? Let's uh, we'll, we'll talk about the video in a sec because I just want people to know uh, if you go to the Beyond Synth YouTube channel, you can check out uh, Marco and I finally faced off in Mortal Kombat. Combat 2. It's something we've talked about doing for a long time, and when Marco was in Toronto for Outland, uh, we finally got an opportunity to play each other, and if you want to see that, you can go to the Beyond Synth YouTube page. But... Before we talk about it, how about we get this show started and play some music? That sounds good to me. Uh, My first pick this week, I have an artist called Unknown Anomaly. He hails from Texas, United States. I'm really liking his sound at the moment. I've only just discovered him recently myself. Uh, The track I want you to play is called Thousands of Miles Away. All right, man, let's do it up. This is Unknown Anomaly with Thousands of Miles Away.
And that was Thousands of Miles Away by Unknown Anomaly. And that is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, hey, we got a new one here. New $5 pledge from Arcade Eyes. So thanks, Arcade Eyes. You are cool. And I hope you enjoy the sound of chainsaws. Listen to this shit. Hold on. Open my window here. Here we go. Listen to this. <laughs> is, that a, is that a weed whacker or a chainsaw or something? Chainsaw. It's a chainsaw. Oh. Whoa, Jesus. What They're not going to hit the house, are they? Fucking hell, man. Are they breaking the studio? That's the sound of the tree falling. Hopefully it didn't fucking break that anything. That was loud, dude. You could hear that. It fucking sounded like it cracked the house or something. Well, I'm going to close my window. <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> If you close your window, the problems go away. Oh, yes. The bottom line is, uh, if people want to go see us play Mortal Kombat, I'm calling this round one because, spoiler alert, uh, Marco bested me by a significant margin. I-, I felt like you weren't playing to your full ability. I felt like you were nervous or something. I don't know. What, what was, was. I? <laughs> Nervous. <laughs> A little bit. No, I wasn't nervous. I just didn't... Uh, you were better than me, man. That's that's what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when you play with different people, they have different techniques and stuff. And so what I noticed with playing with you is you, you're you very good with your kick timing. Jump kicks, yeah. What you were doing, like, you know, whenever you did your drop kicks, they usually always landed. Whenever I would drop kick you, you would always be able to time the uppercut properly or time it so that your kick overrided my kick. Yes. That's stuff that uh, I'm not... Good good at and so i'm gonna i'm gonna get a bit better and obviously you you uh you really like katana and so that's <laughs> someone i need to practice uh, fighting against yeah my best character in mk2 was usually Jax. i don't think you used him enough i mean looking back i think you won both games with Jax. so you are very good with him i noticed that when i play mortal kombat i always cycle through all the characters mm-hmm. like that's what i do like when i play with my buddies like we never really picked favorites and it's like after you play for a while it's like you just think back and go did i play as Melina, did I play as Baraka, you know? And then I just go back and choose them just because I haven't played as them. So I think uh, when we go in for round two, I might consider whittling it down and just saying, like, I'm just going to play with my favorite characters instead. I I think for me, like, I do have my favorites, obviously Shang Tsung and and Katana, you know? But I've never really had to... I mean, I do the same thing. Like, yeah, I do. You know, like, I cycle through the characters, but I've never really had to record it on video and and post it, so I'm kind of like... Well, you know, I probably should pick more of my favorite characters to make sure I bloody win. But, you know, I pick some other characters, too. It's just, um, I guess when you get in the groove, and you, and especially if you're winning, you can say, ah, fuck it, I'll pick this guy, you know. But uh, I obviously wanted to win. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I've always felt that since it was the game I played a lot, it always showed just like, look, I'm, I can play with every character. You know, like, I remember all of their moves. Yeah. But at the heart of it, I'm not great with a lot of them. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, Jax I'm good with. Mm. The thing that sucks is as much as I love Scorpion, I don't think Scorpion's that good in Mortal Kombat 2. He really isn't. He really isn't. Nah. And his hook move is he really isn't as useful as it was in the first one, I think. I like Scorpion a lot in the new games. Yeah, me too. Like so like Mortal Kombat X and and 11 and and then the newest one cuz his combos are really fun to use. I I really like 
liked him in Mortal Kombat 9. Uh, he had a lot of cool kick combos that looked really awesome. Yes. Yes, he did. Even though he's my favorite character, like, I really didn't... I don't think he's that good in Part 2. I really don't think he's that good in Ultimate either. Mm-hmm. The ninjas just became way more generic when there started to be, like, ten of them. Yeah. Like, he's special in the first one because it's just him and Sub-Zero. I mean, like, I know there's Reptile, but he's not selectable. Well, Reptile's heaps better than him as well, I reckon. That, that, that force ball move that he does is really fucking powerful. In number two, anyway. Well, yeah. How about this? Here, we'll... we'll uh, <laughs> we'll hash this out, but how about you uh, pl- play me another song? All right, we got a new track here that just came out from Mega Drive. It is their second release from their forthcoming album, uh, the much anticipated album. Uh, can't wait for that one. Uh, they are also from uh, Dallas, Texas. Oh, fuck these cars. <laughs> They're also from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Fuck sakes. What is with the cars today? I don't want to shut the window because it's really hot. Um, they're hailing from Dallas, Texas also. And uh, I don't think Mega Driver are strangers to anybody in the scene. So uh, the new track, Narcs, is really good. I'm liking their sound at the moment. Uh, give it a spin for us, please, Andy. All right, man. This is Narcs by Mega Drive.
And that was Mega Drive with the track Narks. And that's a cool song that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw it to... I'm going to call them the lifetime donors. These are the people who have donated the most to the Beyonce and Patreon. I think they deserve a special thank you. Of course, there is Chris Dance, who is the king of the Pattersons in many, many ways. And uh, thank you for always uh, supporting the show. And Mr. Jacob Wick, you guys are the top of the pops. <laughs> anyway. Top of the pops. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just recently assimilated Jacob Wick's Lego because he sent me a big box, and I, I talked about this on the last show, but I put it into my pile. Oh, shit. And I want to build a castle, so I think I'm going to take one day where I'm just going to relax, and I'm going to build a castle because cool. I don't use instructions. Like, I just like playing with Lego and building things, and so... Me too. Well, I used to, yeah. I want to, yeah. <laughs> when I was a fucking kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's been so long since, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just fucking 37 years old. I'm a kid. So I want to build one, but I want to do like where it folds out four different ways so it's like uh, you know like four squares but there's hinges on like the three sides and so you can like open it up but then like open up the other sides as well cool man I've always wanted to have heaps of Lego that's very nice of him to send it to you I loved Lego as a kid the problem was just so fucking expensive I mean uh, we weren't poor or anything I mean we weren't rich either but yeah Lego was real expensive so I mean we usually divulge money more into video games I guess you could say you know the money that we had but um, oh, I just always wanted to have a big fucking box of Lego, you know, just so you could build whatever that, like you said, no instructions, whatever the hell you want. I've acquired a pretty large Lego collection over the years because we never threw it away, and so I've always just sort of added to it, and so when any people show up and like, oh, like, I've got a little fucking bucket of Lego, I'm just like, fucking, alright, I'll take it, like, I'll, you know, and I just add to the pile. A lot of the stuff that I've had are, like, spaceships and stuff, though, so yeah. whenever I'm trying to build structures, and I'm looking for bricks, a lot of, even though I have a ton of Lego, it's a lot of, like, wings, yep. fins and things for, like, spaceships and stuff, and it's not so much just bricks, although like there, I mean, obviously there's bricks. There's a lot of bricks, and but I think whenever I build a castle, it's gonna have to be multicolored. So like I might have to do like you know a gray and black castle or something. You know what I mean? Because I don't I don't have enough of one color to do just a big castle of one thing. Fuck, I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I'm an adult, but uh, here I am <laughs> building a Lego castle. So I'll document it and see if I can do something cool and yeah. post on Instagram. But they had a real explosion with Lego as well. I mean, I used to do a lot of shopping for my nieces. They seem to have a lot of movie deals and like there's Batman Lego, there's Star Wars Lego, there's parts of the Caribbean Lego. I mean, there's just so much shit now. It's like, what the fuck happened? Well, they're really, I think they're really trying to capitalize on the nostalgia of the adults because that's the same thing with that Lego Dimensions video. Video game. A lot of it was nostalgia for adults. Back to the Future Lego and and things like that. I'm like, that's just for adults. And a lot of it was and like fucking Gremlins uh, and Gremlins? Uh, I think there was a Goonies one they added afterwards. Get out, Goonies Lego. Yeah, but it's like part of the game. It's like you and you had to pay like 15 bucks every time to get like the character, but you had to physically put the Lego men on the thing to make them appear in the game. Oh, I see. Yeah, I remember that shit. And what I like about the Lego games, the video game is that uh, usually you just have like this big cast of characters that you just once you beat the game and you're allowed to pick whoever you want you just pick them and they appear and so I didn't like that every time I wanted to switch characters I'd have to like get up and put a fucking Lego man like on the stand for them to appear I'm like it just felt it was really inconvenient even though the fan service and the levels themselves were fun. I remember buying it for my nieces and I was trying to figure it out the other day because I think they enjoyed it for like about a month and then it just got put into the scrap heap with all the rest of the toys. But 
Well, it was it an actual Lego console? Is that what it was? I can't fucking remember. Was it Disney or something? They were using the same idea as the Disney. So Disney had this thing called um, Disney Infinity, I think. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Which was a copy of Skylanders. It's a video game, but you have to buy physical figures that you put on the stand for them to appear in the game. And all that's happening is, underneath a figure, there's just a fucking barcode that just gets scanned by the thing. So even if you're playing the Lego game, you don't need the characters. You just need the little fucking stand that they connect to. Like, the game itself, LEGO Dimensions, was cool because it was, like, huge nostalgic fan service. Like, when you played Back to the Future, it played the Back to the Future music, and Mm -hmm. you went to the different times of Hill Valley in it, and they had Doctor Who in there, and they actually did a lot of, like, Doctor Who fan service uh, that I appreciated, obviously, and then Mm -hmm. then there was um, Ghostbusters, the movie, but uh, you know the old saying, man, you gotta fucking uh, play some music. <laughs> That's a crazy segue. Mm. So, a new album by Wolf Club has just been released. It is called Frontiers and it is available at newretrowave.bandcamp.com and other streaming services, of course. It's one of those uh, pop vocal uh, albums that seem to be popular these days. Um, there's one particular track that really stands out to me, and uh, that is Frontiers featuring Indigo. Cool, man. Well, let's do it up. This is Frontiers featuring Indigo by Wolf Club. And a fucking chainsaw in the background. (laughs) I can hear that (laughs) shit in the background.
And that was Wolf Club with the track Frontiers featuring Indigo. And uh, and that's a cool track. And that, of course, is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Today we are thanking the people who have uh, donated the most over their lifetime. These are very generous people. Of course, I would like to thank Mr. Mike Shima and Gregorio Franco. You people are awesome. I can't wait for... Gregorio is working on a collab with someone. Oh, is he? It's going to be cool and different. I don't know when that's going to become a public thing, but uh, it's going to be cool. Yeah, I like his music a lot, actually. He's got that nice mix of metal and dark synth, I think, with his music. I really like his brand. Yeah, this project will be a, a thing that I we haven't really heard in... In the sort of the scene So the fucking chainsaw What is he actually working in your yard? I mean what's going on out there? No they're working in the parallel yard So it's not in my backyard So it might as well be in your yard That's just so annoying Into the next door Yeah 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 Can you go tell him to shut up? Tell him Have you even heard of Beyond Synth You fucking morons? Oh you haven't? (laughs) Like you and the rest of the world huh? (laughs) Stop chainsawing you idiot No bullshit (laughs) Oh god this is important stuff so yeah, what were, what were we talking about before? Oh, we're talking about Lego. Lego, and then all the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Assessing who the actual good characters are in Mortal Kombat 2. Yes. What I found um, interesting about playing you as well was that you used Shang Tsung. Yes. No one I play with ever uses Shang Tsung. No. And he's... so that's another one that I keep on forgetting. It's like, fuck, like when you get juggled by Shang Tsung with the fucking triple fireball. Yeah. I was having a little problem. There's a few moves that... I'm not used to doing on the arcade stick. Johnny Cage's fireball, for some reason I had a problem doing, and um, Kung Lao... I love using Kung Lao because he's got the drop kick where you do a drop kick and then you hit down kick and he does that diagonal like swooping kick thing. Yes. For some reason, I couldn't get it going that day. You need to practice more, Andy. I wish you had the same controller at your house because like I want to make sure that everything's like even Steven when we face off again. Oh, no, no. You need practice. I'm fine, dude. I, I played in the <laughs> I mean, it's, I, had, I didn't have any problem with the moves. So. I mean, I, honestly, I use Shang Tsung more than anybody because you can morph to whoever you want. You know, the arcade form. Format. I mean, there's no loading times. It's not like playing on the PlayStation where when you morph, you literally cannot use Shang Tsung because you do. I mean, you morph. It's like you got to wait ten seconds to fucking yeah. For the character to load, and then you got to wait for it to load back. Plus, each game, if you set it up properly, you just morph into someone and do their fatality. You don't even have to pick different characters. For me, like I think what I always loved about Jax is because like I, I like him as a character, and I, his arm rip fatality is easy to do because it's like fucking yeah. block, 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 low punch. Yeah, and so you don't really have to like worry about any direct or anything. So for me, I think my favorite characters are, I think, the best characters. Like, I like Jax. Uh, Katana's great. She's got the kick reach, and she's got that dropkick fan combo, which always takes off, like, a chunk of health. Reptile, I like. I think the force ball... The speed at which it moves always throws people off. Mm. Um, Scorpion is disappointing because it's fine if, like, there's some other lame character that sucks where you're like, well, who cares if, you know, Baraka's not that fun to play as or whatever, you know, like, it's... (laughs) Are you just listening to the chainsaw? Pretty much. <laughs> now, Barack is kind of a one-trick pony. I mean, he really doesn't have a lot of special moves. He's only got two, as far as I know. Um, Baraka, to me, is like uh, Blanca in Street Fighter. Like, yeah. I'm not good at Street Fighter, 
But whenever I play as Blanca, all I ever do is just that electrocution move. Yes. Where you just fucking like keep mashing punch and then you and usually it does get people. And Barack is the same thing. Like he's got that move that if you get people, it's satisfying. But then if you don't, you're just fucking sitting there like an idiot, like just yeah. wiggling your arms. He's a cool character though. I mean, just the uh, art design and the, but yeah, he's a little disappointing, I guess, once you get past that. I mean, it is a good move. I mean, when you get somebody, like you said, it's very satisfying, but just the amount of blood that comes out is pretty fucking cool and these fatalities aren't too bad either I mean I liked back in the day when they were simpler I think now like the fatalities like they're extra graphic but it's like you're just watching a little movie scene now yeah yeah I don't like them as much anymore to be honest with you like because they're so complex it's like well we have to do this now because it's like Mortal Kombat fucking 2000 and so it's like yeah now Scorpion like fucking slices off both your arms and then cuts your head in half and then takes the skull and fucking throws a spear at it and then your heart explodes like they're so silly like there's something really satisfying about playing the old games where it's just like slice the guy's head off the end you know like that's the fatality and I totally agree I think they've kind of shot themselves in the foot in that regard so to speak because like you said what are they up to now 11 because they have to better they have to better themselves well all they you know I mean people they guess people will be disappointed if they don't better each fatality each time so then it's got to the point like you said where it's ridiculous I think Mortal Kombat 2 fatalities are really the, the peak no I agree with that and they're really brutal and you know well hold on here let's play another song here and then we'll uh, keep talking. Uh, we got a special track here, Andy, which is being released today from New Arcades, and it's called Solace. I really like this one, Andy. Cool, man. Well, let's fucking uh, do it up. This is Solace by New Arcades.
And that was New Arcades with Solace. And that's a cool track that uh, that one releases today. It's exciting. So uh, you can go check that out. And uh, that was um, brought to you by my uh, awesome Patreon supporters, my awesome lifetime gang of people who have really uh, helped support Beyond Synth over the years. There's Mr. Clint Dowling and Lucas Ceballos. You guys are pretty, pretty cool and if you want to uh, support beyond synth like these awesome people you can go to patreon.com slash beyond synth and i am back here oh with a marco medic uh, hello 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 we're, we're having another mortal Kombat chat people <laughs> love it when we talk about mortal Kombat. i think well it's relevant because we played to me mortal Kombat 2 still has the best i don't even know the word for this but the Dun, 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 you know, like the thing like where yeah. where the fatality is about to happen. Mortal Kombat 2 is my favorite one. Ever since then, it's never had the same kind of punch. It's like Mortal Kombat 2 is the right combination of like punchy but dark. Yes. Whereas in Mortal Kombat 3 and upwards, some of them got kind of silly. Like the Mortal Kombat 3 one... It doesn't sound cool. It just sounds kind of cheesy and silly. And the fatalities in Mortal Kombat 3 were really cheesy and silly. Like, that's where they just started to go really stupid. Yeah, no, no, Mortal Kombat 2 was definitely the pinnacle for me. I mean, Mortal Kombat 1 was good at the time, but when you go back now, it's very simple, you know, like, kind of slow a little bit as well. But Mortal Kombat 2 bumped up the speed. The graphics were just that little bit better. They just perfected the formula for number one and added to it, you know. It's always going to be a very special game for me, Mortal Kombat 2. From then on... On, they weren't necessarily moving forward. No, it was like, they, no, it wasn't. I mean, I'm, I remember going in and watching Mortal Kombat 3. I was like, oh my God, Mortal Kombat 3 is out. So we all fucking skipped class and went down to the arcade. And I just remember f- being disappointed. I remember feeling like, oh, really? Like, what, what's going on now? Like, the characters seem smaller on the screen. They've got this weird combo system. And, like, I thought maybe with time I'll, I'll appreciate it more. But it didn't have that same impact. When I first walked in and saw Mortal Kombat 2, it was like, oh, my God. You know, like, you know what I mean? That feeling? It yeah, just, yeah. No. The only thing about Mortal Kombat 3 I remember was I was excited about the big versus screen pictures. Yeah, that was, that did look very cool, yeah. That was cool, and I still think Mortal Kombat 3 has my favorite soundtrack. I love the music in Part 3, especially the subway. That might be, like, my favorite track. I like how the, the, the soundtrack went epic with, like, the choir ahs and things like this. Mortal Kombat 3 was a lateral move. It was like they made a bunch of changes, but I don't think they were changes that pushed the franchise forward in any way. It was no. just sort of like, here's a bunch of other things we can do. But none of them I felt like, does having a run button make this a better game? Do these dial combos make this better? Yeah, I was going to mention that. The fatalities were definitely stupider. Yeah. Um, there were characters I liked. Like, I really liked Cabal. Yeah, I really liked Nightwolf. Yeah. Sub-Zero took his mask off mm-hmm. and then looked like a fucking idiot. I, I hated the redesign of Sub-Zero. <laughs> like, honestly, when it comes to fucking characters, I love characters with cool masks. And when you unmask a character, mm-hmm. they better be a fucking skull underneath. Yeah. Because or else they will not be as cool as when they had the mask on. That's true. The only satisfying thing you can be under a cool mask is a skeleton. That's it. Not even a mutant. Because mutants, it's like, ah, it's just a fucking mutant. But I mean, like, when you're a skull underneath, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And so when Sub-Zero got unmasked and he just looked like this fucking douche, and 
at the end of Mortal Kombat 2, in Sub-Zero's ending, he takes his mask off and he he's like Japanese. Mm-hmm. And then in the third one, he takes his mask off and he's like this fucking white dude with like this fucking chiseled jawline. I'm like, what? I feel like in the, in the newest Mortal Kombat, they've gone back to like having the characters be representative of like their different races and stuff. And so like, I think Sub-Zero looks more Japanese now and so does Scorpion because they're meant to be from their ninja clan. Even though in the first game, when you beat the game as Scorpion, he takes his mask off. He's the same guy who plays Johnny Cage. Well, they were short on money in the first one, weren't they? There's a lot of that stuff going on. But I will say this. You should play me a song. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it. Uh, all right. We have got a new album that got released uh, on July the 31st called Souvenirs by Loon. They're from Paris, France, so I have no idea if I pronounced that correct. Is it Luna? Loon? I, I give... I don't know. Yeah, it's like... Uh, it's Moon. La Lune! Except it's got two dots over the U, so maybe he pronounces it differently. Yeah, what does that mean? Well, they're from Paris, France, and they're very good. It's kind of like a chilled, ambient album, but uh, there's some really good sounds in it. I picked Absences to play from it. At least the title of the track isn't hard to pronounce. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's check it out. This is Absences by Lune. Oh, 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 
And that was Loon. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say it uh, with the track Absences. Uh, and that was brought to you by my awesome uh, Patreon supporters. These are the people who have uh, supported the show uh, in a very great and generous manner over the years. There is Mr. William Stewart and Joey and Kendra. Uh, you guys are awesome. And thank you for supporting the show. It means a lot to me. And I will say this. I had never heard uh, Loon before. And then you sent me that track and uh, I liked it a lot. And so I bought the rest of the stuff. Yeah, no, all the stuff's good. I had trouble picking just one song. Um, I don't know. I felt like that one was a little bit lesser known than the other ones. And there's something special about it for sure. So I love the vibe of this music. And it's funny because I played a track by an artist called Allison, maybe like a, a few months ago, like A-L-I-S-O-N. And it had this kind of vibe where I'm like, oh, that kind of reminds me of that a bit. And then I see that like one of the Loon albums features Allison on it. And it's, like, mixed by Allison. Oh, wow. So there's some connection there with these artists. I don't know what it is. The backing of it is almost a bit of a techno feel from the 2000s to me. A little bit. It's got that feel from that era. But yet the melodies and everything else is very nostalgic, very kind of 80s feel to it. So it's kind of a mishmash of different styles all thrown together. And it works really well. Do you like mashed potatoes? I love mashed potatoes. I can never be bothered making them, though. You just said mishmash. Reminds me of mashed potatoes. That's a my brain works. <laughs> Mish mashed potatoes. My good mashed potatoes with gravy. Oh, God. I love that shit. Yeah, have you ever eaten, like, the stuff that comes in a powder? No, oh, I hate instant fucking mashed potatoes or whatever you call it. That stuff's fucking disgusting. Yeah, instant mashed potatoes is always one I found just weird. Like, the idea of just pouring powder and water into a thing. What the hell even is it? I don't know. <laughs> is it even potatoes or is it, like, some fucking... Synthetic shit or something when made in a lab. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I love the idea of being a scientist, and that's what you end up making in the lab. <laughs> I did it, guys. I did it. <laughs> I'm working on the cure for AIDS. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> I made powdered mashed potatoes. <laughs> what else have you been doing? Yeah, I'm not just enjoying the summertime. I got the one-year anniversary coming up with my beautiful wife, Jazzy Cat. So we've got a little getaway planned for the weekend. So I don't actually have a song dedicated to Jazzy, but I just want to give a shout-out. Um, it's been one year, and I'm very happy that I moved here, and I'm happy to be married to you. And uh, so, yeah, just a shout-out. I love you, Jazzy. Aww. There you go. If people watch the video where you and I face off in Mortal Kombat, you can hear Jazzy in the background because we sort of um, trapped her in the guest room because uh, we started playing and filming and then she was in there and then <laughs> and then she didn't want to walk outside because she would have been in the background of the video. That's right. But she said she was happy there anyway because she could see the screen that we were playing. That's why she was worried if she came out and on the couch, she wouldn't actually be able to see the gaming screen. So she's kind of, anyway, whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, so was she like peeking out from the door? Oh, yeah, yeah. She watched a lot of it, she said. Most of it she watched. See, I, I was so focused. I wasn't looking in that direction, so I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> well, look, man, how about this? We got to... This is one of those shows where we ended up talking too much. You know, the whole point of these high fives was meant to be like a 25-minute podcast where we just played five songs and then spoke for like maybe one minute in between. And now they're literally turning into just shorter episodes of Beyond Synth. I know. Where we're literally talking for like six minutes, ten minutes in between each track and then like... <laughs> my original intention was for them to be fucking 25 minutes long and like now it's like they're 50 minutes and almost an hour and like it's just so That's much work. hilarious. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I need someone to come and take it over and then just give me a, a strict guideline to follow. Yeah. I think that's what would be uh, beneficial to me. Just like, <laughs> make sure these things are 30 minutes. Deliver them on my desk, you know? And I'll be like, all right. <laughs> when, when I'm in control, I was having this conversation with Mike. It's like, when I'm in control... I'm out of control <laughs> because I'm not good at setting limits for myself. Mike's trying to reason with me with logic. He's just like, hey, man, just don't make them so long. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. And I can't explain why because you think I could just do it. But for some reason, you know, I treat Beyond Synth. It's like uh, it's like my personal sort of project. And I just I can't help it. It just goes where it goes. Just let it go, dude. Just be yourself. Anyway, whatever. look, the point is, give me your song of the week. All right, my song of the week, and I think you might like this one, Andy. It is from Anders Enger Jensen, who has been on my radar for some time now. There's been a couple of the high fives. I was really, really close to playing one of his songs. Um, I'm really enjoying his music that he's making. There's something unique about it. He hails from Norway. He's got some remarkable talent. And this one that I'm going to play is called Nintendo 64 Love. Basically, one of his fans uh, wrote a comment and said, wouldn't it be cool if he made uh, a song just out of sound bites from Nintendo 64? So he went ahead and did that. And it's literally all only sounds from Nintendo 64, and he's made a really good song out of it. It's so nostalgic. If you like the Nintendo 64 and you played a lot of the games, I think you're going to appreciate this. He's got a video to it as well, which kind of explains it a little bit better. And uh, I, I'm just in love with this at the moment. It's, it really takes me back. To, I guess, a simpler time. You know, I'm happy with where I am now, but it's, you know, that time where, I don't know, Nintendo 64 is, is a special place in my heart, so. And so does this song. Yeah, well, I have no idea what an N64 is, but we'll uh, we'll listen to this track. <laughs> so, and Anders uh, Anders is also a Patreon uh, supporter of Beyond Synth. So, oh wow, he's a he's a cool guy, and uh, and we're that. gonna we're gonna listen to this awesome song. This is uh, Anders Enger Jensen with N64 Love.
And that was N64 Love by Anders Enger Jensen. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Today I've been thanking the people who have donated a lot over the years and really helped uh, support the show. And I'm talking about people like Pattern Shift, like Skunk Raider, Blake Peterson, and Colin Bennett. You guys are amazing. And thank you for supporting the show at patreon.com slash beyondsynth. So look, we've been going long. That is a good song, by the way. Uh, Anders has a lot of... He's got like three albums that have like a ton of songs and he does a lot of cool stuff that really, like you say, like using the sound fonts of like the actual, like the video game system. So they really have this nostalgic feel to them. But of that generation, like the N64 generation, there's a lot of people who make chiptunes using you know, the sounds that are reminiscent of the 8-bit systems and stuff like that. But yeah. Anders, uh, he's made a lot of music, yeah, like N64, Super Nintendo kind of sounding stuff, mm-hmm. which you hear a little bit less of. You hear a lot of chip tunes, and, there, and there's something very specific about sound fonts because, you know, different games sometimes had specific sound fonts as well, which is basically just, you know, the, the instruments that are used in the game. And so, yeah. so sometimes you'll hear an artist who, you know, if they... With chiptune, it's all pretty generic. It is. It's like they're always using the same kind of blips and bloops. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you use a sound font, it's actually like, you know, you can use the sounds that were the instruments used in, say, the Street Fighters soundtrack or something. And then mm-hmm. even if you make new compositions, it has this weird nostalgic feeling because it sounds like Street Fighter, but it's not. And you have to use the specific instruments from that game. And definitely the N64 have some really sort of specific sounds. Yeah, like when I listen to that awesome song from Anders Inger Jensen I, and it reminds me of Wave probably a combination of Wave Racer and Mario 64 and you know probably Mario Kart thrown in there and probably those three are the main ones um, it really just brings me back to that so uh, but I know what you mean it's like the synth leads kind of that that are very uh, trademark sound of, of those games has he ever been featured on your so- on your show before I don't know if this is the first or not but uh, no I have played a song of his um, I think it was one he did with a female singer called A Song Long Ago and I literally just found that information by going to beyondsynth.com to the artist database where you can check out all the artists who have ever been featured on the show Uh, it's a very cool place to be but look you and I we've been recording for way too long so yeah I gotta get to work get ready for work no it's been always a pleasure Andy Um, I hope everybody enjoyed the pics yeah keep it real and keep it 80s alright man you keep it 80s you son of a bitch (laughs) 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 that's gonna be my my new retort Uh, and everybody else uh, thanks for listening to the show and tune in to next week's I think next week's will be the last of the summer celebration series okay cool and then we uh, we just get right back into it with all new episodes and all new guests and I hope you fucking dig it have a lovely weekend and we'll talk to you next time on Beyond Synth which is a really cool show bye no it's the best synth chat show all around isn't that how I can't remember alright so leave that out sorry What was the saying you had that cool? I like that saying that you had. The the (laughs) best synth wave chats show there is or something. (laughs) What was it? Ah, whatever. All right, all right. I'm going. Yeah, I got to get ready for work. I got to do big poop. All right. (laughs) Thanks for If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth.
or visit beyondsynth.com and click on support the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by the awesome Patreon supporters. Don't forget to follow Beyond Synth on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Live broadcasts can be heard weekly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash beyond underscore synth. Have a lovely week.